0: Hi, I'm Jim Stroud, and this is my podcast. Last year, Oxford Economics published research entitled How Robots Change the World, and among its findings was this quote, quote, The rise of robots has already had a profound effect on industrial employment around the world. Today, approximately one of every three new manufacturing robots is being installed in China, the world's great workshop. Our econometric modeling finds that on average, each newly installed robot displaces 1.6 manufacturing workers. By 2030, we estimate that as many as 20 million additional manufacturing jobs worldwide Could be displaced due to robotization." Now, although I think any jobs displaced with robots and automation will usher in new and different work in its place, there are some who see this inevitable transition into a robot future as a threat, and there are some people who see the rise of the robots as an opportunity to raise more money for the government. (laughs) After a quick word, From my sponsors, I will be discussing the pros and cons of a robot tax, an idea that seems to be picking up steam. Stay tuned.
1: Launching an innovation in HR tech is no small feat. With all of the noise and countless vendors in the market, sometimes the most promising innovations don't get the chance they deserve to impact HR. And while early and growth stage founders are highly innovative... Most aren't experts at scaling revenue to drive growth and support their vision, which can mean the end of the road for many startups. That's where Pure ACV comes in. We've had the great fortune of working with some of the most innovative brands in HR tech for over three decades to build compelling messaging and solid, scalable teams that drive growth, giving these innovations a chance to impact how HR is done. To learn more, visit us at pureacv.com. The idea of taxing robots
0: has been gaining some momentum as a way of slowing down the spread of automation so as to protect American workers. It was an idea that Bill Gates conceptualized and promoted in 2017. Here's a clip of him explaining his idea.
1: Right now, if a human worker does $50,000 worth of work in a factory, that income is taxed. If the robot comes in to do the same thing, you'd think that we'd tax the robot at a similar level. What the world wants is to take this opportunity to make all the goods and services we have today and free up labor, let us do a better job of reaching out to the elderly, having smaller class size, helping kids with special needs. And all of those are things where human empathy and understanding are, are still very, very unique. And we still deal with an immense shortage of people to help out uh, there. And so if you can take the labor that used to do the thing automation replaces, and both financially and training-wise and fulfillment-wise, have that person go off and do these other things, you're net ahead. But you can't just give up that income tax because that's part of how you've been funding that level of human workers. Some of it can come on the profits that are generated by the labor saving efficiency there. Some of it can come directly in some type of robot tax. You know, I don't think the robot companies are gonna you know, be outraged that there might
2: be a tax. Uh,
0: Those who support the idea of a robot tax include New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio, He talked about a robot tax when he ran for president, calling for companies to pay five years of payroll taxes for every job automated. Uh, mm, No comment on that. Uh, (laughs) Other proponents of the robot tax, more or less, uh, offer these arguments. Business Insider says this, quote, Such a tax could also conceivably create another source of federal revenue in an economy governed by more machines and fewer workers, reducing the possible disruption to the funding structures of Social Security and Medicare, which rely on payroll taxes paid by every worker and to help people find or train for new jobs, end quote. Now there's another website I came across as well that was talking about robot taxes. Uh, the site is called Emerge. And from there I saw this quote which says, quote, it will slow down the deployment of automation to give society more time to adjust to the possible employment displacement, end quote. In other words, <laughs> a robot tax will slow down companies adopting automation in mass. Thus, uh, giving people time to learn a new skill which would make them more marketable in the future. A uh, a byproduct of that, of course, is that people would keep their existing jobs uh, a little bit longer. Pretty much when I researched the topic, uh, those were the most common arguments for a robot tax. Uh, More money to protect programs like Social Security and Medicare. Plus, it will slow down the automation of jobs long enough for American workers to learn a new skill. However, more often than not, I heard dissenting viewpoints. Uh, One of them being from Andrew Yang, who is a Democrat candidate for president, who centered his campaign, or rather centers his campaign around the perils of automation. Uh, For example, uh, listen to this clip where he's discussing uh, one of his campaign experiences.
1: Well, I'm happy to say that when I presented this case to literally thousands of Americans around the country, a light bulb goes off where you say, look, it's technology and automation. I'll I'll describe my conversations with truck drivers. Two years ago, if you said, hey, trucks are going to start driving themselves in a number of years, Mm -hmm. they would look at you and say there is no way Mm -hmm. a robot could ever do my job. And then that turned this past year, and now the conversation is, we have to make robot trucks illegal. (laughs) Oh, really? It's a very, very different convo. They're lobbying for that, huh? And when you go to people and say, look, it's not immigrants, it's technology, I have never had any group of people stand up and say, it's not robots, it's immigrants. As soon as you say, it's not immigrants, it's robots, they're like, oh yeah, that's right. (laughs) They're just uh, kind of waiting for you to say it.
0: Be that as it may, Andrew Yang was not a fan of the robot tax idea. In a tweet, he said this, quote, A robot tax is an appealing idea, but very difficult to administer. Is an iPad at a CVS a robot? How about software that eliminates a call center worker? End quote. I think Andrew Yang made a valid point against the idea of a robot tax. I found a few others. I'll share them uh, hmm, after this. DuckDuckGo is a search engine just like Google, and its main focus is users' privacy. If you have ever used this search engine, you already know what it can do for you. Now, whether you are a new DuckDuckGo user who is trying to learn what all this site can do, or you are someone who has already been using the site for some time, learning some of the search tips for this famous search engine will not hurt. Go to www.jimstroud.com free to download the free ebook, 12 DuckDuckGo Search Tips You Should Know to Boost Productivity. Again, go to www.jimstrout.com free to download the free ebook, 12 DuckDuckGo Search Tips You Should Know to Boost Productivity.
2: Do it now. You'll be glad you did. This podcast is sponsored by Superpass, the go-to software for out-the-box content, websites, and mobile apps. With the Superpass platform, you can create your own branded website and native mobile apps to host your digital content, subscribers, and more. Do you have quality content that you want to share with the world in a beautiful and intuitive site? If so, then Superpass can provide the tech solution for you. Hold all your digital content in one place, your brand, your way. Check out superpass.app. That's S-U-P-A-P-A-S-S dot app.
0: Around the time that Bill Gates began promoting his robot tax idea, CNBC interviewed Oren Ezioni from the Allen Institute for Artificial Intelligence and Martin Ford, the author of Rise of the Robots, Technology and the Threat of a Jobless Future. And together they weighed in on Bill Gates' robot tax proposal as an effort to slow down the spread of automation. It was very interesting. Here's just a clip of that conversation.
1: Martin, what do you think about this proposal?
2: Well, I think Bill's absolutely right that we need to rethink our taxation scheme. I mean, as jobs are automated and it doesn't make sense to rely so heavily on taxes on labor. But I'm a bit skeptical of the idea specifically of a robot tax. For one thing, what exactly is a robot? If you're just talking about factories, maybe that's simple. But actually, this is going to go way beyond factories. It's going to impact offices. It's going to impact, you know, people sitting in front of computers, white-collar jobs, and then, of course, it's not a robot at all, it's just software. So how do you figure that out? Are you going to send the IRS in to analyze every piece of software and find out, you know, is it automating yeah. jobs? So that's very complicated. Um, well, another thing well, is what, what happens if every country ahead. doesn't do this? Uh, for example, what happens if China doesn't have a robot tax? I mean, China right now is the biggest market in the world for factory robots. So Obviously if we tax robots and they don't then that that's going to be a competitive issue for us
1: Yeah, the or in the issue that was raised about what is a robot? I think is the core one and I, I, listen I imagine a guy like Bill Gates especially has thought this through but you know when I've seen these prototypes For example one of these snake like robot arms that can do precision manufacturing I, You know, how do you distinguish as to whether something that's four inches tall is th- the same thing as you know, something that looks like a human, like it was in the diagram, I don't understand.
2: Right, it would be very difficult, is. and I think.
1: Go ahead, Martin. I'm sorry, oh, go ahead, Orin. Yeah, please. I, I was going to say, I, go I think that Martin please. is right, that it is very difficult uh, to distinguish uh, between these different technologies. I think the bottom line is that this problem of losing jobs Uh, is very real. But this is the wrong uh, solution. I don't think Mr. Gates would have been in favor of a tax on PCs at the time where PCs were surging and um, potentially low-level clerical jobs were taken away by PCs, by uh, Microsoft uh, Office. So we have here really an opportunity to increase productivity, which is something we all want. And as Martin said, we don't want to hand An advantage to uh, foreign companies who won't be paying a robot tax Martin the other thing too is that this will also similarly result in increased prices I would imagine uh, for consumers so if the case is well the border adjustment tax is bad because it would raise prices well any kind of tax whether it's on robots or this that the other would do the same thing I mean how high would that tax have to be that it would actually displace the robot and make somebody hire a worker instead
2: well, I think it would have to be quite significant because you know robots are going to have many advantages beyond just the cost it's really not just about saving money on labor it's the fact that increasingly robots are going to do things that people can't do uh, they're going to outperform people and so at some point uh, the robot is going to be you know indispensable at any cost anyway um, but again, I, I agree that, that it's really surprising to me that bill Gates would would actually say that this tax might slow automation because. Um, it's surprising that he would want to slow progress. This is progress, and what we want to do is leverage that progress, but we want to yeah. make sure that everyone benefits from that and not just a, a few people.
0: The more I learn about the robot tax, the more I think it's a bad idea. Uh, some things that I think about, as you've heard in this podcast, with technology everywhere, how do you define what a robot is? How can you determine that a certain software has displaced workers? How do you enforce a robot tax should it become law? Do you send IRS agents in to analyze all the software your company uses? How much would that cost in taxes? <laughs> wouldn't that raise wouldn't that raise taxes just so that the government could do that? And wouldn't taxing robots slow down innovation and decrease productivity, much less company efficiency? I mean, if if uh, experimenting with robots or util- utilizing some new software or automation ultimately means that a company might be fined or rather taxed at a higher rate, then why would the company take that risk? And for that matter, if a company did take that risk, wouldn't that increase prices for the consumer because the company has to make up that money somehow from somewhere, right? A lot of questions for sure. And... It may seem unanswerable today, however, I think we will know the answers to all of my questions and any unintended consequences (laughs) of a robot tax very soon. Uh, Because when I was looking this stuff up, I I found out that South Korea is the only country in the world with a robot tax. Yeah, (laughs) they uh, they implemented it in August 2017, so it's still early days on how that's working for them. Uh, But, but if there are any manufacturing companies in South Korea listening right now, I would make a pitch that you consider opening up a plant over here in the United States where it's cheaper because uh, we don't have a robot tax. If you love what you heard, hate what you heard, or don't know what you just heard, I want to know about it. You can leave a comment concerning this podcast on my website at www.jimstroud.com. In addition to finding source material and related information for this podcast episode, you'll find other goodies that I hope will make you smile. And if you have not already, please subscribe to my website. Your continued support keeps this podcast train chugging down the track.